This podcast is brought to you by GoMoto, the service lane kiosk that grows your business. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience, and maximize service efficiency? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. G-O-M-O-T-O dot com. Want to dive deeper into the topics you hear about on Daily Drive? We're offering listeners a special offer, 20% off a one-year Automotive News digital subscription. That gets you access to all of our news, information, and analysis made for automotive industry leaders like you. Go to autonews.com slash daily drive promo to redeem. Welcome to Daily Drive for Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News here in Detroit. And I'm Kellen Walker in Las Vegas. Today on the show, the UAW strike costs GM $1.1 billion. It can handle it. Dealers and at least one senator asked the Biden administration to ease up on the EV transition. And we learned what Toyota plans to do with some newfound billions. Plus, Mobileye CEO Amnon Sashua discusses how driver assistance systems can evolve to let drivers take their hands off the wheel and even their eyes off the road. So there's this kind of transition going from you know, the basic driving assist of a front-facing camera to something much more extensive. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. General Motors on Wednesday said its new labor contracts in North America will increase costs by $9.3 billion, or an average of $575 per vehicle. Although that's higher than initially expected, executives said they are bullish on GM's profitability this year. The automaker reinstated earnings guidance for 2023 and said it would buy back $10 billion in shares from stockholders while increasing its dividend. The UAW's six-week strike cost GM about $1.1 billion, the company said, but it expects to earn more than $9 billion this year and fully offset higher labor costs in 2024, CEO Mary Barra said. Shares in GM rose 9.8% in midday trading Wednesday on the news. Nearly 4,000 dealerships are calling on President Joe Biden to reconsider proposed federal regulations that they argue would mandate an unrealistic shift to battery electric vehicles in the U.S. In a letter sent Tuesday, the dealerships urged Biden to slow down, citing an EPA proposal from April that could push battery-powered vehicles to 60% of new vehicle sales by the 2030 model year and 67% by 2032. The dealerships cover a broad swath of car brands sold in states including California, Michigan, Colorado, and New York. They argue customers are not ready to switch to fully electric vehicles because of unresolved challenges such as access to reliable charging networks, vehicle affordability, and range anxiety. The letter was spearheaded by Mickey Anderson, CEO of Baxter Auto Group which operates 20 dealerships in Nebraska, Kansas, and Colorado that sell brands including Ford, Honda, Toyota, and Volkswagen. Along those lines, the Biden administration has discussed granting automakers a temporary reprieve from new rules poised to limit a consumer tax credit for electric vehicles that contain certain materials from foreign adversaries. 
U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, a Democrat from Michigan, said administration officials have discussed phasing in enforcement for the rules that would disqualify automobiles that use battery parts or minerals from China or other foreign adversaries from the up to $7,500 in tax incentives. Stabenow, who is not running for re-election, told Bloomberg News that there are, quote, ongoing discussions. She said talks have included officials from the Treasury and Energy Departments, but that she has not yet seen the final version of the rules. Stabenow said she, quote, weighed in to express support for the concerns of the automakers. Yesterday, we told you about a report that Toyota Motor Corp and affiliated companies were planning to sell shares in the Japanese automaker's top supplier. Today, we can tell you what they will do with the proceeds from selling shares in Denso. Toyota said today that it will plow the $2 billion it raises into batteries, hydrogen technologies, and software as the world's biggest automaker realigns cross-shareholdings among its group companies to free up investment funds. The planned sale will reduce Toyota's stake in Denso, the world's second biggest auto parts supplier, to 20% from about 24.2% today. Other Toyota Group companies selling shares include Aishin, the world's seventh largest supplier, and Toyota Industries, which makes engine parts, batteries, and electronics, as well as forklifts and textile weaving machines. And those are today's headlines. Jamie. So, it looks like GM was unfazed by the UAW strike. Looks like they even made money. If I'm Sean Fain, am I aggravated? Probably. I mean, you think about Sean Fain's uh, overarching message, which was really a labor versus capital, right? Labor versus management. And so here they won big raises. They did really well, they thought. They cost GM a billion dollars. And yet, the company's doing well enough, they can go ahead and give more money to shareholders, both in a, the st stock buybacks and through an increased dividend. So uh, it probably leaves a bit of bitterness on the UAW side. So, Jamie, this will pretty much be the UAW's receipt for the next round of negotiations in 2028, right? Yeah, that's one way to put it. You know, to the extent that uh, the automakers were saying, you know, this is all we can do. You're really pushing us to the brink. If we give you any more, you know, we could be in deep trouble. He's going to say, uh, forget about it. Last time you were able to go out and, and still give plenty of money to shareholders. Uh, this is going to come up again in four or five years. Gotcha. Coming up, Mobileye CEO Amnon Shashua explains how the company is evolving since its initial public offering. That's next on Daily Drive. The auto industry's shift to carbon neutrality is here and it's accelerating. But is it enough? This is a moral imperative, an economic imperative, a moment of peril, but also a moment of extraordinary possibilities. No more hesitancy, no more excuses, no more waiting for the others to move first. There is simply no more time for that. Driving to Zero is a new podcast series from Automotive News that looks at the auto industry's roadmap to carbon neutrality. We take a big picture look at the environmental, political, and social trends pushing the move toward a greener future. And we pull back the curtain on how these decisions are being made at the highest levels. I said, you know, the, the headline that you need is, is GM believes in an all-electric future. And I think Dan Ammon and Mary Barra pretty much said the same thing, which is, is like, but, but we, we don't. 
Spoiler alert, they came around to that idea. Find out how and much more. I'm Jake Neer. Join me and Automotive News Executive Editor Jamie Butters on Driving to Zero, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Your service check-in process sets the tone for your customer's entire visit. Do your customers wait longer than five minutes to check in for service? Are your advisors presenting upsells to every customer every time? How often is the opportunity for a trade appraisal missed? When your service drive gets busy, these inefficiencies directly impact revenue. Give your customers the option to handle the entire check-in process themselves, from appointment scheduling through final confirmation in under two minutes. Customers have the experience they want while selling themselves, which means your advisors are freed up to focus on profit-producing activities. It's a win-win for CSI and your revenue. Introducing a smarter service lean, GoMoto is the self-service kiosk designed to grow your business. If you're ready to start increasing revenue, improving the customer experience, and maximizing service efficiency today, visit GoMoto.com. That's G-O-M-O-T-O ocom Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. Mobileye has long been a leader in cameras and other sensors for automobiles. In 2017, it was acquired by chipmaker Intel for about $15 billion. Then just over a year ago, the company was put back onto the market with an IPO. Mobileye, led by founder and CEO Amnon Sashwa, the 2023 Automotive News All-Star for Automated Vehicles, the company is balancing the needs of automakers for equipment to support advanced driver assistance systems and their desire to develop level four self-driving systems. He spoke with our own Pete Bigelow on Shift, a podcast about mobility. Here's part of their conversation. Things are going great for Mobileye. Just kind of completed revenues are up 18% in the third quarter. Broadly, what's, what's driving your success right now? It'd be a good way to kick this off. I, I think Mobileye is, is reaching an inflection point. So Mobileye today is a about a $2 billion revenue a company with a, you know, some 30% operating margin, about $600 million cash flow. All this revenue is generated today, most of it from one product, which is a front-facing camera. You know, we have, it's a chip called IQ. We have shipped already... 160 million of those chips, 38 of them just uh, this year, right? So every, almost every car has uh, has our chip. But this 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 contributes only about $50 per car. The kind of uh, transition that we're going through is a transition of content, what we can get out of every car. And these are systems that are much more sophisticated. Uh, we call them supervision that are multi-camera, uh, so about 11 cameras instead of one camera, much more compute and, and much more value to uh, to the driver. We started launching that in China, about 130,000 vehicles on a model called the Zeker, on a brand called the Zeker. It's a daughter company of uh, Gili. And, and, and they provide you know, hands-free uh, driving experience, which is very, very high, uh, very high level under all road conditions. And, you know, it, it's really awesome in terms of what it can provide. And here we're talking about $1,500 per car. So there, there's this kind of transition going from, you know, the basic driving assist of a front-facing camera to something much more extensive in terms of the value uh, per car. 
and you know this year it's about 100,000 units of, uh, of this kind of system uh, next year I believe we're going to have a steep uh, increase by 2026 we believe more than 1 million such units would be would be sold we're getting more and more um, you know design wins for these kinds of uh, products and then we're getting design wins for the next level up, which is hands, which is eyes off uh, driving. So more sensors, more compute. You can leave your attention, do something else while you are driving on selected roads like uh, like highways. And, and this is more thousands of dollars uh, uh, per car. So this is kind of the hockey stick moment. We're approaching this hockey stick moment in which the revenue is, is growing by an order of magnitude. And also... Uh, these systems, the value that these systems uh, provide are appreciated by car makers as the next level of premium. So and 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 this is really becoming you know the 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 cornerstone of value in in new car uh, production. So you mentioned fifty dollars per car for the basic ADAS unit that you've been doing for a long time. What is the value of of supervision? Uh, per car, and then and then your eyes off system that that's coming in the not too distant future as well. So the, the supervision is about fifteen hundred dollars on average, and the chauffeur is about you know three thousand. So chauffeur is the eyes off uh, systems, and then we have another step up, but much lower volume. These are the robo taxis. So here is even more sensors, more uh, compute, and and these cars, you know, they drive from point to point in the city, everywhere. Today with a safety driver, but we are working with partners like, uh, you know, the ID Buzz of uh, Volkswagen to start by end of uh, 2025 to start shipping tens of thousands of these uh, of these uh, systems. And here we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars per car. So we're talking about kind of big steps up from $50 up to tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, a lot to dig in here, obviously. On uh, Let me let me ask this to kind of set the tone. Is this the outlook you envisioned uh, when Mobileye had its IPO about a year ago? One of the reasons that we had the IPO, so there are a number of reasons to do the IPO. One is, is not related to us. It's related to uh, to Intel about how to monetize the asset that they had. Um, and it was a good time to go for an IPO. But from our perspective, from Mobilize's perspective, th this kind of hockey stick moment is really the exact time where you want to become public. You want to get the public scrutiny. You want to get the public, you know, the, the, the visibility to the public. Because once you have the visibility, your customers hear about you, decision makers uh, hear about what you are doing. You are no longer hidden as a, as a division inside a, a bigger company that has a different uh, you know a, a business uh, in industry working in a different industry and and because of this hockey moment it was a very good time for us to uh, to go public because of you know this transition to to much much more extensive systems per car so supervision you mentioned is eyes on hands off uh, is this what we would call a level two driver assist system or a, a more sophisticated level two system? So, you know, they, they would call this level two plus or level two plus plus. At, at some point, we we, I, we we thought to change the jargon. All this level two, level three, level four, level five, level one. I, I think it's good for an engineering jargon, but it's not good in terms of describing a product. And And we kind of simplified it. There is eyes on means that the driver is responsible. The driver needs to have eyes on the road 
and take control instantaneously if something goes wrong. This is eyes on. And then you can have hands on or hands off, right? So eyes on, hands off, meaning that you have to, you have this driving experience of an autonomous car, but you need to be alert. And there's a driving monitoring system, a camera that watches you to make sure that you are really alert, right? Your, that your eyes are on, uh, that you're on the road, that you're not, you know, watching your, your smartphone or reading a book or playing a guitar or who knows what you are doing, right? <laughs> the eyes should be on the road. And, and there is a technology that actually validates that, which is, it's called DMS, Driving Monitoring System. What you get out of this, think of it as a supervised autonomous uh, driving. What you get out of this is comfort of driving, more safety, because you know the system is not susceptible to uh, kind of to, to misjudgments or uh, you know it's not driving under influence, uh, all sorts of things that are weaknesses of human driving. You know, a robotic system it does not have, so it's increased the uh, safety. An eyes off system is when you are legally allowed not to have eyes on the road. So th th there could be a spectrum of things that you're allowed to do. For example, you know, you may be allowed to text on your smartphone, but not allowed to go to sleep, right? So, so it's kind of a spectrum of what, what it means eyes off, but let, let's assume that the minimal is that you can text, right? So you are driving you now, you have two hours of uh, driving, say from San Francisco to uh, Los Angeles, 90% of the time you're on a highway, right? And, and this could take many hours of uh, driving. And during that time, you can text on your smartphone and the driving monitoring system validates that this is all what you are doing, that you're not going to sleep or you're not doing something uh, something else, right? Um, this now, it's not only safety, but it also gives you another value proposition, which is buying back time. You have long hours of uh, driving. You can do something useful rather than just, you know, putting, uh, watching the, the, the road. You can do something uh, useful. And, and this, this is a higher level of uh, value proposition. It's not only safety, it is buying back uh, time. And this is why it's more, it, it's more extensive, more expensive, because you are getting another, another value uh, for it. And, and, and this simplifies matters. It's eyes on, eyes off. You can have any combination of those two. So you have four combination, right? Eyes on, hands on, which is the regular uh, driving. You can have a eyes on, hands off. You get the feeling of autonomous driving, but you are responsible. And then eyes off and then hands off, uh, which is autonomous driving. But now it's limited to certain type of uh, roads. You can start only with highways and then later add additional roads as the technology kind of upgrades, uh, arterial roads and then the city roads and, 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 and so forth. Um, and, and, and this is something that we see lots of traction for. Starting from the supervision win in China, we have many more design wins. Uh, we announced Porsche half a year ago. Um, there is a Polestar and Smart and Volvo. So there's lots of... Uh, um, you know, request for these kinds of system, but we also uh, received the uh, design wins from Polster and FAW in China on the chauffeur, which is an eyes off uh, system. So there's traction for this value proposition. Amnon Sashwa is the founder and CEO of Mobileye. He spoke with our own Pete Bigelow on Shift, a podcast about mobility. You can hear their entire conversation on Shift wherever you get your podcasts. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to our own Lindsay Van Hulley, Hans Grimel, and Adjula Forrest for their reporting for today's podcast. 
you can get the latest news on earnings guidance, EV mandates, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for a conversation with AMS Osram CEO, Aldo Camper. Something can not just get better and cheaper at the same time. <laughs> and with that, it's just a matter of time until you can unlock the next application. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.